Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 9, Back to Jerusalem. The time is now around 350 BC. Now the forces of Media and Persia govern in the region. In the first year of his reign, King Cyrus, meaning throne or light the sun, issues a decree throughout his empire. He fulfills a 180-year-old prophecy. He says that the God of heaven has given him the responsibility for building his temple in Jerusalem. Now, the Jewish people are resettling and rebuilding Jerusalem. Nehemiah has re-established Jerusalem's walls, and Ezra has re-established God's laws, God's teaching. Episode 5. Falling and Rising Powers The people have signed a covenant promise with a clause that they will be cursed if they break it. But after only a few years, Nehemiah learns that the people have broken their promise to God. Nehemiah finds that the Hebrew men are marrying local women, something that they had vowed not to. He is so angry, he beats them and pulls out their hair. Now Nehemiah purifies the people from everything foreign and makes them take an oath, never to intermarry. Then he prepares more regulations for the priest and Levite's duties. He arranges the details for wood, for offerings, and for the people to bring their first fruit offerings. Now, for the second time, Nehemiah establishes God's order in Jerusalem, but this time he uses force and law. He speaks to God, telling him that he has done all that he has commissioned him to. Over the next years, life continues with the Hebrews living in Jerusalem as subjects of the Persian Empire. A new prophet, Malachi, meaning my messenger, writes of the people's unfaithfulness. He says that the prophet Elijah, who had been taken to heaven in a chariot, is going to return. Elijah will prepare the way for God's coming to earth to save the people. From now on, at Passover, an additional place is set at the celebration dinner for Elijah. And from now on, the prophetic voice of God is not heard in the temple. The time is now around 350 BC. Persia has ongoing battles with Greece, and King Ahasuerus even sets fire to Athens. Greece is growing in power, and the prophet Daniel's vision of another rising empire is about to become reality. Philip of Macedon, the king of Macedonia, unites Greek city-states under his rule and enlarges his territories. His son, Alexander, meaning defender of men, is educated by the philosopher Aristotle. Age 16, Alexander is appointed the regent of Greece and four years later, his father is murdered by a bodyguard. At the age of 20, Alexander becomes Greece's military leader and continues his father's military campaigns. He becomes known as Alexander the Great, nicknamed the Goat, and he aims to bring Greek culture, Hellenization, to the entire world. Two years later, he takes 35,000 troops across the Hellespont River to avenge attacks made by Persia. Alexander leads his troops into 10 years of battles, starting at Gordium in Phyria, Turkey. He moves his army to Tyre, Lebanon, and over seven months builds a causeway to capture the island city. Now Jerusalem lies in his battle plan. Alexander moves troops south towards Egypt and on his way plans to lay siege to Jerusalem. But he dreams he meets a man robed in white who tells him something important. 
priests in Jerusalem hear of Alexander's arrival and go to meet him, taking with them Daniel's prophetic writings. Their action confirms Alexander's dream, and in the words on the scroll he sees his status confirmed. Alexander identifies himself with Daniel's prophecy of the empire represented by a goat with a horn. Overwhelmed by what he has learned, Alexander spares Jerusalem and continues with his other conquests. He moves south to Egypt and founds the city of Alexandria, a new base for his empire in Egypt. Then he moves onwards to Persia and after numerous battles defeats the Persian army near Nineveh. Alexander travels to take Babylon's capital city, Susa. He destroys Persia's great monuments, raising the landmark city of Persepolis to the ground. And now he decides to move on to India, but his troops ask him to return to Babylon. These stories fulfill the prophecies made in the book of Daniel and prophecies made in the book of Isaiah. Extra information has been recorded from history. The history of mankind continues. The Bible Library shows that we are all part of the same story. Family is so important and family trees. The Bible lists the firstborn to receive inheritance and throughout the story the firstborn has a key role. Israel is the nation called God's firstborn son and God told Abraham that through his seed all nations, all peoples on earth would be blessed. The Bible lists specific responsibilities for firstborn and firstfruits, but God frequently disrupts the pattern, and Jesus is quoted as saying that the first will be last, and the last will be first. The Bible library is a bit like viewing the world from space and then zooming in to a specific location. You can find connections and references across interwoven books of history, poetry, wisdom, law and other writings spanning time and space. The story is interwoven. Track back the roots to see its beginnings and look forward to see its conclusions. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.